Aloha and welcome to the Zeno Podcast, where we talk about how we shape stories and how they shape us. My name is Carly. And my name is Cole. Here at BYU Hawaii, we are at the crossroads of the Pacific, meaning that if you need to go anywhere in Polynesia, usually you have to stop here in Hawaii. So we're lucky to live here, and on the Zeno Podcast, what we've been doing is highlighting different cultures. So we're really excited because Tacey from Kitibus is here to talk to us. Um, So we'll just have her introduce herself a little bit, and we'll get into it. Okay, um, my name is Tacey Rake. I'm from Kitibus. Um, It's not a Polynesian island. It's part of Micronesians, but we prefer to be Kiribati because we're Kiribati people. I am a senior here at BYUH. I'm, I'm doing three majors, political science, Pacific Island studies, anthropology with a minor in public management, and a certificate in good covenants. I will be graduating next semester, and I'm excited to go home and to start my journey to see what's the future um, has for me. And it's, it's a privilege to be here as one of the many students that these um, great people have interviewed before. So it's just an honor to be here. Oh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much. And maybe I'm just curious to know, what motivated you to do three different majors here at school? So I, I have to be honest. Um, I wasn't doing really good my first year in during my first year because I was just playing and doing something, you know, like fun because it's Hawaii. Yeah, just having fun. And so I went to see my advisor. And um, when I asked her, can I do this class? She looked at me with, I guess, like she doesn't have any, she didn't have confidence in me seeing that I'm I'm just an island girl, got to be honest. So she told me, no, you can't. And that's, I guess that's when... I started to think, you know, you know what? I got to prove to my, to you and to myself that even though you think I couldn't do two majors, I'm going to do three. So I went mm-hmm. to my other advice and I asked her, you know, I want to do this, this, this. And then she, um, she gave me two classes just to see if I can um, do better. So I was able to take those classes and were was able to get good grades and then she was like okay Tacey now you can do three um, majors and I'm gonna go talk to that advisor so it's I would see that as a good and positive way of that advisor seeing that I I was not able to accomplish what she thinks of because it's helped me to see that I that that I can work extra harder than other students so taking three majors with a minor and a certificate it's it's not something that I'm that I could show off to everyone around me, but it's just something that enabled me to see my capacity and potential as a student. Like I said, I need that I can work hard. Um, working, I'm a, I'm I'm on an I work scholarship, so working nineteen hours a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So beside that, during the three majors and a minor and a certificate, it's just something that everyone could do it. The impossible could be the possible. Mm-hmm. And I believe that every individual um, capacity has has the potential to reach their goals and to reach the eye, you know, the eye, um, the eye level of edu- education that I that I am pursuing right now. The sky is the limit. Yeah. That's the goal. That's my goal that I've been pushing for. The guy is the limit. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Yeah, like really not many is. people double major and she's triple majoring. So that's really cool. So what um, inspired you to research and do the majors anthropology, Pacific Island studies? And then what was the third one? Political science. Political science. Yeah. So when I first came, that's political. That's um I was really interested in political science because I felt that when I go home, a lot of people are working in governments will see me that, you know, I'm capable like them. Mm -hmm. And then um, I love Pacific culture. I don't know. But since I was a kid, I just have this connection with with the folklore mm -hmm. uh, and um, history of, of the Pacific. And that's when I started to get into it. And I don't know, every time um, I heard stories of other cultures beside the Pacific, it's, it's always bring joy and a lot of energy and spirit. I don't know how, like, you know, like that anxi anxiety, or not mm -hmm. anxiety, but that excitement that you have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then later on, um, I found out that there's no Kiriba student taking anthropology. The stories really? that have been written by those historians and mm -hmm. anthropologists outside Kiribati's um, might be true, but to an extent, they're wrong as well. Yeah. They're imposing Kiribati in a negative and positive way, which is good. Yeah. Which I guess, like, I've seen myself that, you know, if if I want to help others in the, in the future, I should help myself and my country to put them in the line that this is the accurate story. Yeah, I am. I am speaking for my people. So, mm -hmm. um, taking anthropology and Pacific Island studies have extended my lens mm -hmm. and vision to expose myself that you know you're wrong. That's not the correct story of my people. This is the correct, the the right story, an accurate story of my people. Because yeah. I feel that taking those classes, I am voicing my people mm. as well as my ancestors and myself, like. Um, you know how you want people to perceive how Kiribati people are because a lot of people thought that if you're Kiribati you're not that intelligent because of the location and you know mm -hmm. the many things that we lacked off yeah. so you know like being in that situation of taking those classes have been enabling me to um, to set higher goals that I can be you know, yeah. I can be an anthropologist. Maybe, um, who knows? I can be the first anthropologist in Kiribati or historian that um, will be there and you know put my people up um, on the line. So awesome! Yeah, and that. oh, I'm taking pu public man management. I wasn't planning on taking that, <laughs> but my <laughs> country, yeah, well. my country, they need it. Uh -huh. Yeah, um, a lot of people are not very, um, not very qualified. I would say that. Mm -hmm with um, managing the government and there are a lot of um, yeah. nepotism, there are a lot of um, corruption that I've seen as um, as I grow up and as I, you know, during my, during my research for for my, for Kiribati. So I feel like, I feel that with taking public management, that will be um, a line or like a, a house light for me mm -hmm. to be able to help my people, how to help them to succeed for, not just for the for the better of a government, for the better, but for a better of a collective society. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I love the connection you make between the education you're getting right now and your ancestors and also representing your people overall. I think that's really cool. And so today, I think it's a cool opportunity on the podcast too to help mm -hmm. tell other people more about Kiribati, more about what it's like there, what the people are like. 
So maybe for those people that don't know, where exactly is Kyrgyz? Okay, let me tell you. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> set up straight because this is exciting. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. So if you type Kiribati, you know, it will just show you this little, little tiny dot mm-hmm. on the map and you have to zoom, zoom, zoom it in just <laughs> yeah. to get that actual picture. So Kiribati, it's, it's a three hours flight from Fiji. Okay. It's part of Micronesia, but Christmas Island is part of Polynesia too. Like um, mm-hmm. the division of and the boundaries that I've created by Westerners and by um, those explorers have caused a lot of um, a lot of like I don't know a lot of disagreements with how we have seen you know Kiribati should be. So, anyways, right. Kiribati, um, the people of Kiribati, I would say that um, they're the most generous people um the most funny people and we love to make jokes mm-hmm. if you walked around this byu campus and if you see a um, bunch of kiribati students walk together mm-hmm. you will see them they will always laugh because yeah. <laughs> we love to make awesome. um, stories we love to compose funny stories and then look at others and you know oh look at her and then not teasing but that's just how mm-hmm. we connect us making fun of each other people mm-hmm. will say mm-hmm. oh that's so mean but that's how we <laughs> were able to put ourselves together as one and especially as we were far from home mm-hmm. that's how we connect ourselves together again and um Kiribati people they're they're not just i guess they're not just people who who love to make fun of, of others or people who um, value others respect is it's it's part of our culture you have to give the utmost respect to your um grandparents to your parents um and that's one thing that i love about Kiribati. um being here um i remember um seeing homeless people it's just like heartbreaking because back home we don't have mm-hmm. homeless people because mm-hmm. people they took care of of each other they take yeah. care of each other because of the respect that we have so that's one thing that I love about the Kiribati culture is that, and we're, um, despite our differences here, um, we're we're still trying to um, to make sure that no one left out. So that's one thing. That's one thing that I love about my people because they yeah. make sure that you you know you're part of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, we love fish. As you can yeah. see, you know, it's like we're surrounded by the ocean, right. uh-huh. yep. and some people thought that we just ate. It's one kind of fish. You know, there's a mm-hmm. varieties of fishes that we yeah. eat. Um, we love rice. Mm-hmm. So rice and fish, it's, it's like our main um, daily yeah. diet okay. every day. Um, a lot of people don't really eat vegetables and greens. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but bec- I, I guess they consider that as not really a f- um, not really food because <laughs> oh, really? we love meat. Yeah. For breakfast, we don't really eat. We eat breakfast, but for breakfast, we need fish. We need meat. Mm-hmm. Um, we like you can see both both oceans on one side. So if you're mm-hmm. if you're standing in the road, you can see um, the sea on both sides. So oh, that's that crazy. is so crazy! Yeah. It's like across the yeah. island. That's yeah. so funny. Um, it's a three meters above the sea level. So oh, all wow. of the islands oh, are I three see. meters above the sea levels. Mm-hmm. There are thirty three islands in Kiribati. Um, and the three groups that compromise Kiribati are mm. Kiribati, Christmas Islands, and the Phoenix um, Islands. Oh, so okay. that's, you know, that's comprised um, the old Kiribati um, um, island. 
we have a church, we have a LDS church high school there, and that's mm-hmm. where, where I was able to attend for oh, seven years. Cool. I was lucky. Wow. I, was, I was one of those students that I was that able to mm-hmm. enter this school. And I would say that's when I started my conversion story. I was raised in a Protestant church. Oh, cool. And then they just sent me off there because it's the best school. And mm-hmm. see where I am. I am here at BYU. <laughs> BYU. Um, yeah. What else? Um, I... Oh, we're a presidential system, just in case. Okay. We, um, we're, we're the ones, uh, my people are the ones that f- for, that really push for climate change, at, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. activities. So we're on the edge of that. Um, a lot of people are migrating to New Zealand, Australia. So okay. you will see a lot of Cubans there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a one-way drive. Okay. One-way drive. Just around. Is it good? Yeah. Does it go like kind of a circle yes. around the whole island? Okay. Yeah. And, and it's kind of a, is it called an atoll? Yeah, an atoll, atoll island atoll. because it's made of garo um, um, reefs. Okay. So it's believed that, you know, those garo, they pile up um, together and once they decompose or die, then they mm-hmm. just like make up layers and that's how oh, okay. they make the island. So the soil is very infertile. And that's why I I mentioned earlier we don't eat a lot of greens and vegetables because it's hard to grow because of this the poor soil. Okay, so yeah, so are there a lot of fishermen? Like, does everybody fish because it's just yeah? So we have this thing called um, different responsibilities. Okay. So the men they fish while the women do the the house chores, and I would say a lot of families in Kiribati they teach young girls like or yeah young women to know how to do the laundry mm-hmm. clean make food i would say i learned how to wash with my hands when yeah, i was yeah. about mm-hmm. like seven or six yeah. mm-hmm. and then i cook and clean that's like how the young women supposed to mm-hmm. to be so coming to hawaii from kiribati how was that transition for you so it, it's 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 not pretty bad. I mean, mm-hmm. I went on a mission in California, San Diego. Oh, right wow. after high school. So okay. that's how really, was that? That's, that's kind of helped. Um, oh, it was it was tough. Yeah, <laughs> it was very Different. tough. I served at the Moment Battalion Historic Site in San Diego, and oh, I was that's so cool. there were two of us islanders, one from Samoa, but she was raised in Utah, mm-hmm. so she's very familiar, fa- mm-hmm. familiar and like um, very very much adapt to the culture already mm-hmm. but me being there you know by myself i guess it, it was tough most of my companions were from utah they, they were really good but the mm-hmm. culture barriers i guess culture yeah. shock mm-hmm. and especially the language yeah it, it's just hard I, I would say learning english is it's just like a process that a lot of non-native english would need to know how to tackle it every day because yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's so hard so coming here um, after my mission, I went on for six months and then came here straight. So it's it's wow. not very bad mm-hmm. <laughs> compared to other high school kids. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just who came straight after, yeah, graduating from high school. It's yeah. it, it's not very bad, and I guess it's just an island, perfect weather for yeah. me. Not yeah. too cold, not yeah. too hot compared <laughs> yeah. from oh. home. So it's like yeah, because you're right on the equator. At yeah, home, right. So it is actually a little bit cooler here, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I'm from Arizona, so super, super hot and dry. So when I came here, it was hot and wet, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can survive. But <laughs> now it's like winter. It's not cold for other people, but now I'm like, oh, get a blanket. <laughs> it's 85 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> but, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What would you say are some of the biggest cultural differences between Hawaii and back home? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, if you look at here, it's like it's very diverse, this campus especially. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say there's no minority here. Everyone yeah. is minority with the Hawaiians, uh-huh. that this mm-hmm. is their land. Um, but the biggest um, challenge that I could say is missing home. Yeah. I don't know, like, I I miss my family every day. And I really want to go back once I graduate. I don't yeah. know why, but it's just families because back home we're, we're so attached to each other. Mm-hmm the sense of a communal society and the sense of belonging to a family mm-hmm. that's one thing that I that I missed about because here even though it's a diverse school you, you, you gotta um, adapt yourself to know how to fit in in different groups I mean yeah. sometimes um, you need to be somebody else like I remember being here sometimes I am diff- like I act differently with what I'm supposed to be culturally mm-hmm. because I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out by myself how yeah. to accept myself first mm-hmm. and just to search for a better identity not a better but a new one that I feel that I'll be um, able to ach- like adjust myself to different varieties so the, I would say like again the biggest challenge is mm-hmm. just being away from families because yeah. home there's a phrase, you know, you can take the, a girl out of the island, but you can't take the island out of a girl or mm-hmm. a guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because home is always, people will, will say, peop, um, home is where you're, you're at. But mm-hmm. for me, home is where my heart is. Yeah. And that's Kiribati. That's my home. That's home for me. That's amazing. So yeah. what are you going to do when you get home? Like, are you going to just job search? Are you going to spend time with your family? What are you going to do? So when I go, um, when I finish, go home, mm-hmm. um, probably I'll start working and I'll go back to school. My, mm-hmm. my dream is just to get, um, as much as education that I can get my yeah. family. They're great. They're awesome mm-hmm. people. Um, but they were not, um, able to get as much education mm-hmm. that they can. Um, and they're the ones that have been pushing the new generation to go to school so I would say if I go home I'll look for school and home it's perfect because there are a lot of scholarships yeah, <laughs> so nice. I'll benefit from that yeah. <laughs> so I'll, that's I'll go home and look for grad school and who knows but that's awesome. that the wish and the dream that I have is just to go to grad school mm-hmm. do a master and to a, do a PhD and then oh, do a doctor awesome. and we'll see how life goes on because we know I know but that's <laughs> uh-huh. just the plan yeah that's awesome that's because cool. you've done so much for your country already. I mean, you're just oh, a, a great, so. <laughs> yeah, like you're working towards that. So what, I mean, when, once you get all your schooling done with, is there something that you want to do for Kiribati? Um, yeah, um, yeah. I just hope that I will, in the future, that I will be a, a teacher or yeah. a professor so that I feel that if I teach I'll be able to expose more of my identity as a, a Kiribati, mm-hmm. as Kiribati, Kiribati mm-hmm. and ex, explore um, explore the 
the varieties of my culture to other ethnicities to to expose mm-hmm. themselves to see that Kiribati exists, the culture and people are great. You know, like yeah, yeah. to um, to first and the experience by themselves. Yeah, and um, I guess um, I will also be able to work before. Mm-hmm. Um, going to grad school so yeah. you know that's that's how I think I'll be able to help my my island just mm-hmm. to offer whatever I've learned here at BYUH mm-hmm. and um, help them to see the benefit of being in an American institute mm-hmm. not just be there you know this is how you can do it but just collaborating the things that I've learned here mm-hmm. um, with the cultural system with the culture and social um, structure um, back home yeah I think it's interesting how you mentioned the it's good like you'll be able to take what you learned here in the American institution yeah. and take it back home yeah. so how are the two school systems similar or different um so back home because we're in history we're used to be under the British protectorate or mm-hmm. British colony so that like you can see how the education curriculum is very different mm-hmm. with the British yeah. and with the American, you know. And then with the um, um, with that, especially with the accents, how people pronounce like the A, you know, the B. It's just how it's you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I guess working together, um, taking like extracting the best knowledge that I have from the American Institutes here, from here at BYU, and then tackle it with with the British curriculum, mm-hmm. I guess yeah. I'll be able to um, change it. Maybe not change it, but um, like, like, like I mentioned earlier, just collaborated on how mm-hmm. um, the change that I, that I bring will benefit not just me, Mm-hmm. But just um, but also the the people there like they will see oh this one is um, is way better maybe not way better but it's it's much um, relevant to how we can adapt it just to address other issues if that makes sense mm-hmm. like seeing the goodness of my beneficial here with the knowledge that I have um, exposing myself you know like just be there and work it mm-hmm. I guess that that's how they will see me. And we'll be able to um, um, take the things that I learn, um, you know, and maybe articulate with mm-hmm. with the education curriculum. I yeah. guess if I'm if I'm able to be a you yeah. know a great mm-hmm. exposure to um, for the for the for the for the for this institution, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah it yeah, does. Yeah. That's really cool. How it's co- kind of the combination of the the British education because i i spent a lot of time over in london and it was interesting and then to the see. british would say ours is much better than the american <laughs> right <laughs> so you're gonna take the best of both and put them together, yeah. together. that's so cool yeah and like that's that. how like i feel when i get more schooling that's i feel that's when my people will you know we'll see the, the greatness and they will say no you know let's just um you know um adapt what she um been showing us I guess yeah. my action will speak louder than my words. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, why yeah. going home and work with all the knowledge that I have, they'll be able to see that. And who knows? It might not change the law or like the education curriculum easily or fast, mm-hmm. but it will, you know, it will get there gradually. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about education and all this. So I really want to get into like 
what a typical day looks like in Kitabas and like all like everything like as if I was going to go travel there and you're just like here's what it is um, oh, okay. culture food um just what it looks like for anybody who doesn't know you know a typical day that's like a very mm -hmm. interesting question because there's I, w I would say there's no typical day every mm -hmm. day is the same <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like er, er, people will keep smiling at you wave at you talk mm -hmm. to you and especially if you're from America if you walk around they will just um keep looking at you stare at you because <laughs> you know and they will started talking in English, try their best ah, English mm -hmm. out of them. Mm -hmm. So there's no typical day. Like it's yeah. like every day is the same. Okay. But on Sunday, that's when we must go to church. Mm -hmm. Kiribati is a very Christian um, Christianity um, island. Mm -hmm. So I guess there's no typical day compared to like here. If yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So you wake up, you have a big yeah, breakfast, you, you you go off to work and come home. It, like what's the family life like? You've already said like you're super connected and, and tight. Like are there big families, small mm -hmm. families? That's so cool. Yeah. It's like I, w I was raised in an, in an extended family. Oh, cool. So um, my aunt she can be my mom, mm -hmm. my uncle, she can, he can be my dad. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, when people get up, I would just, um, just kind of proof this. People will get up, go to work, come back. Um, um, whoever stay home will cook for the whole family. Mm -hmm. and then they will eat together as a family. Nobody eats first. Oh, okay. You can, but mostly families wait for each other just to eat together mm -hmm. like or, one big meal yeah together. one big family that's i don't know about the other family but that's how my family is we all eat together nice. mm -hmm. as a as a family we, and we all take care of each other and um um this this is funny but um <laughs> costly um spread around that's mm -hmm. like one thing about the islands this mm -hmm. um we call this coconut wireless Mm -hmm. If that what makes sense, that? coconut yeah. wireless. Uh -huh. Whatever rumors um on this uh -huh. side um have, we reach the other <laughs> one through the, the coconut wireless. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you don't keep secrets. <laughs> no, yeah. everyone mostly know your secrets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is so funny. There's pros and cons to that. Yeah, yeah, probably. True. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. But and the people are the nicest people. Yeah. And how usually is it like one family lives together and then there's a lot of room between the next family or is, is there a lot of people in one community? Oh, you mean the or house? Is, in a yeah, house or just like a community? One big house, is it like a neighborhood like they have here or is it more like more country and then like there's a house over here? Or oh, they... it's more like here in Hawaii. Okay, so <laughs> big neighborhood. Yeah, and... big neighborhood yeah. and one, one household good be like two families there oh, okay i don't mm -hmm. know like it, it seems like a an issue right with social work yeah. but back home it, it, it's normal that's and i would say that's why we don't have homeless mm -hmm. people because of that sense of family unity mm -hmm. and like making sure that no one left behind like i said earlier yeah, yeah. and like my family we because we my family stayed in a government's house so there's two rooms so my uncle, which I consider my dad, stayed mm -hmm. in the you know the other room, and then me and my sister in one room, okay. and then whoever visited visits us can just either live on like um sleep, you know, 
the hall or the family hall room mm-hmm. that's how you call it mm-hmm. or just sleep with us because yeah you know you just sleep yeah anywhere Wherever. Yeah. it's all you need is a little yeah that's so cool yeah. so for anybody who hasn't seen it or like can you describe just like walking down a street like what's there are there fruit stands are there is it like a lot of houses like I mean, we've interviewed people who come from, like, country where it's, like, one house, no electricity, like, um, from for miles. And then there's also people from, like, China. They're, like, super close together. So, like, what what's the feel of, of Kiribati? Okay, so I, I, I'll try to walk you to, <laughs> yeah. to, to where I I'm, I'm reside. Mm-hmm. So I wake up. First, I need to... Um, to collect the rubbish. So I mm-hmm. took my broom, but we call it takainyaki, uh-huh. and then sweep it around the house. Um, and we need to wake up like around six. Mm-hmm. Then after that, take a shower, feed, the, but also I need to feed the pigs. Mm-hmm. Um, then go to work. Then I would catch a ride with my uncle, go to work. The road, it's not traffic compared to here. Mm-hmm. Then you will see a lot of people standing on bus stand, which is um, like the major issue because we have few buses and it's always mm. full. Uh-huh. A lot of the student kids will be late for school because school started at 8. Mm-hmm. So people normally stand by the bus stop at 7. Then um, going driving, driving on that one-way road, then you will see a lot of friends and families just buying stuff for morning then you go you get you then i go to work and that's like that's just how Hmm. the um daily and normal schedule look like for me Mm -hmm. get up and do like the normal things Mm -hmm. and people you will see um you will see them they will still cleaning their house because the road is just very close to many houses Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm We don't have stop signs. Okay. So how you cross the road, you just look to your left, to your right. If there's no cars, you just run across, across. (laughs) Yeah. Keeps it simple. And if the bus is full, if I'm taking a bus and if it's full, um, if I know someone on that bus, I would just get on and sit on their lap. (laughs) okay. (laughs) Very close. Or just stand on the bus or just stop trucks or... Mm -hmm cars that I know people would just you know maybe yeah. maybe they would just stop and they would just ask me to that's so get cool. on. Yeah. yeah friendly sounds like a very close-knit community like lot, you know a <laughs> yeah. lot of people you say oh get yeah. a ride yeah what so what kind of celebrations will you guys all do together is there any big holidays or celebrations like as a, oh like as a nation mm-hmm. yeah or like as an island yeah nation or community even um we have this thing um called the 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 kainameta mm-hmm um, usually, um, around no, it's in on the it's on the twelfth of July, every twelfth July, and that's when we commemorate our independence from the British. Oh, that's cool. So um, usually it's like a week break, but now with the new president, he mm-hmm. pushed it back to just three mm-hmm. days of celebration. So that that that's like that's the big mm-hmm. um um sorry sorry um ceremony that we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Geekribus from around the world would just come for that um, event for because during the the days the three days there will be a lot of like 
there will be a lot of different events. There will, um, um, there will be a wrestle event. There will be a oh, beauty nice. contest. <gasps> really? And oh yeah, so and so last year when I went home, I was able to participate in a beauty contest. <gasps> Did you I win? didn't win, but I came <laughs> second though. Wow! I did it um, cool. during my That's internship. So cool. I didn't tell my family. Was, <laughs> yeah, until I. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna participate, but yeah. So that's like the biggest, um, mm. you know, um, ceremony that we have, and mm-hmm. also with Easter, it's it's it's, it's a big huge. deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of church churches would um, would camp. Oh really? Um, like a week before the um, Easter day, mm-hmm. and they will just travel from um, even from mm-hmm. other areas just for that thing. So the Catholic Church they would have their um, camp out, you know, maybe in in one village, mm-hmm. and the Protestant church in another village. And other churches they do that too. Oh, so cool. Easter, Independence, mm-hmm. Christmas, Christmas, yeah. Yeah. huge. It's huge, huge too. <laughs> um, especially because um, churches they they celebrate like stuff like Christmas and Easter in in a huge way. Mm-hmm. Like it's a huge celebration. Like so food, I, yeah, dancing, food. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Competition of dance. Oh, nice. So cool. Yeah, um, singing. It, it, it's it's so much fun, and dancing back home. You guys should know, but it's very competitive traditional dance. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, yeah. I don't. I don't even know how to dance good because <laughs> you have to go through a lot of rituals. Mm-hmm. and you have to know a lot of certain rules. Oh. If you miss one move. Your group disqualified or losing wow. points, so it's it's very intense. Yeah. So even during the independence commemoration, that's when um, com- um dancing competition mm-hmm. occurred mm-hmm. or happened, and you will see a lot of spirit and energy that those dances put because of you know. Yeah. Everyone want want to win. Everyone wants to be the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it like hula here where it tells a story, or is it mostly moves like choreographed and? It's tell stories. Okay, so that's the awesome. song mm-hmm. that they sing um, for the dances, it's it's they have um, deeper meaning, mm-hmm. and the meanings relate with the dance. And our dancing move always um, usually um, is a bird a movement. Oh, okay, so yeah. if you see our flag, you mm-hmm. will see a bird above the sun mm-hmm. because of the bird. We believe that the bird. Um, it's a symbolized peace. Yeah. Because, you know, like Noah. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, the, the dove. Or... Yeah, the dove. You know, it's so like peace. And that's um, the movement of the freaking bird. Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. we, we have a lot of those birds back home. Mm-hmm. That's how it tells the story of those um, song and dance. It's nice. I think it's cool. You mentioned there's the wrestling competition. Yeah. Beauty competition, Taekwondo. dancing. So mm-hmm. it's like a lot Taekwondo. of, a wow. lot of, sounds like a lot of fun competition. Yeah, and even with the uh, rugby Oh, rugby as well, yeah. Yeah, but they call it the touch. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like crazy adopting yeah. those Western um, cultures, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. and applying them into the culture and social um, celebration, which is great because mm-hmm. that's how I feel like that's how my people are moving forward toward globalization. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you have a lot of um, different people coming to Kitabas? And like, yeah. sh- like it's kind of like here where there's just like a whirlwind of culture. Yeah, there's kind of. um, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you will see a lot of westerners, uh-huh. mm-hmm. so it, it's it's just crazy, yeah, yeah. And people will build tents, like food, um, f- 
food tents just to sell food um, during that mm-hmm. three days of commemoration. Oh, yeah. So, so they cool. sell food and it, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. It, you know, during the march, like on the, the, the exact day, the 12th of July, mm-hmm. they would close roads. Oh, really? And just so that the main area will not, you know, will not be busy, but just for the marches and mm-hmm. brass mm-hmm. band. Like this year, we have brass band from Taiwan. Oh, which that's is crazy. Cool. Yeah. 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 And wow. They helped to, from Taiwan to Japan, I'm pretty sure they're from Taiwan, but they, yeah. they taught police men how to, mm-hmm. you know, play those drums and dances oh, so cool. for the ceremony. So it, it's quite special this year mm-hmm. when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people were just sitting down just to watch for the marchers. <laughs> Yeah, like a parade. Yeah, yeah. And it's oh, so fun. And the people that usually come, are they, do they come just to watch it from yeah. other countries? That's like the. So is that like the height of tourism? Is yeah. during those celebrations? Yeah, during the twelfth of July. That's mm-hmm. when, yeah, because when they try to, um, you know, <laughs> to expose Kiribati globally, it, it, it's it, it's mm-hmm. not very fast compared to Hawaii. And mm-hmm. I was like, because of the geographical location too, yeah. and uh, the expensive right, <laughs> fare yeah. that the Fiji Airways yeah. <laughs> is imposing to you know, but yeah. So if like Cole or I were going to Kiribati, like what would you have us do? Like oh, you gotta try this or go here or. I would say you gotta try this fish. It's mm-hmm. um. It's it's a redfish. I don't know its name, but yeah, you can ask the locals and they will know uh-huh. exactly um, what you um, mm-hmm. think of. Mm-hmm. But we call it teikanibong. Okay. And you have to dry it and like when it's, you have to ask them to grill them. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very, very good. It's, <laughs> you know, it's very delicious. That's the, yeah. that's the first thing that I missed when I went on my mission and even still here as mm-hmm. you know, being here as a student. And it's hot, so just wear yeah. shorts. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's and good if you advice. don't like raw fish, I guess learn yourself. I mean, you don't have to, but mm-hmm. that's just raw fish is just like the main <laughs> diet Thing. too. Yeah. Um, is it kind of like poke? Yeah. Like how the, they serve it? Like, poke. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the same how we same thing? do poke, okay. but we oh. call it raw fish or so torara. And I guess one thing is just be nice to everyone. Just mm-hmm. smile and say hi. Yeah. It's very friendly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. And if you want to do something, you just ask them, mm-hmm. and they will just take you. Yeah. What's there to do? Like, fishing, is it like here? Yeah, just fishing. Fishing, fish and, and trips, um, yeah. there are other resorts outside mm-hmm. of Tarawa, the main island. So you can go um, to other places and just mm-hmm. explore different f- um, food and cultures. Because people will say mm-hmm. that, oh, Tarawa, the main island, mm-hmm. it's not very authentic <laughs> because of the many changes, you know. Right. So, right. like, they will say taking you to the to one of the local island mm-hmm. or to one of the, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, will, you will experience more authentic mm-hmm. Kiribati lifestyle. So, they yeah. will take you around and you eat a, a lot local, uh, more local food. They're like lobsters. Mm. Ooh, or, you okay. know, but I would say you guys go to you need to go to Christmas Island if oh, you really? plan to go to Tarawa uh-huh. go to Christmas Island Christmas Island it's uh, three hours away from here oh really? yeah oh, that's from a short, short yeah. way wow I didn't know it's, that they have the perfect 
beach very long and mm. white oh my and gosh. if you love surfing they have the perfect waves mm. and honey you can just find them in the bushes really wow. and the grabs they just um everywhere that is crazy so, yeah they're they're rich and um in, really? in everything Really, with food, yeah, oh Christmas Island. Christmas Island. Have you spent quite a lot of time mm-hmm. there? No. Um. So I was able to go there. My mom paid for my fare last year to mm-hmm. sit there for a week. Nice. So I went there, and I was, I was able to um, experience a lot yeah. of the things that I wouldn't experience when if I'm in Tarawa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you guys should should consider that. Too. And it's yeah. the house, the the hotel. They're not very expensive really oh that's so cool and yeah because it's you know it's the u.s dollars oh okay (laughs) and so there's this other island i don't i don't know if you guys ever heard of but it's called tereina it's part of the phoenix island um and that phoenix island um it's part of the the phoenix protectorate area it's it's one of the kind of the wonder seven Mm -hmm. wonders of it's the most preserved because they preserved it's a preservation area okay so leonardo dicaprio was one was one of those people who um (laughs) who um gave a um donor Mm -hmm. for that area to be protected just an exclusive zone for tourists to come and visit the different type of um you um marine resources that scientists have thought have distinct distinct from yeah, from the earth. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, that sounds really cool. So that's like pretty hot tourist location. Yeah, Christmas Island and both the Phoenix and the Island Phoenix Island. Over there. Yeah, it's it's very. Really I've nice. seen pictures. Mm-hmm. I like my dream is just to go there too. It, it it's mm-hmm. so pretty. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's just like you will like you're in paradise, like you know, outside from the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no like. In the on that preserved place, there's no like buildings or houses. There are, but um, there are not a lot of people. Okay, it's just like government workers. Oh, I see. That, yeah, you know, safeguard the the area. Oh, that's it's really a very cool. multi-million dollars project. Yeah, wow. so it's yeah the Phoenix Protectorate area. That is so cool. Yeah. Very cool. That makes me think is, so all the different island Christmas Island, Phoenix Island, the main island, are they all under the same? government you yeah. said you have the king no we don't have or, the king we don't have the president the president that's right and he, so he's over all of the different islands and we speak the same language mm-hmm. just yeah but the way our cultures um portrayed are di- kind of different so mm-hmm. there's a south islands in Kiribati, the north and the central mm-hmm. so how we do things you know we share the same culture but how we do things like if you go to one house if they pour you a drink mm-hmm. they shouldn't fill it up in some mm-hmm. cultures, oh, okay. but in another culture, you have to fill that up all the way to the top. Yeah, so it's it's very confusing too, because you know you should know your stand where you'll be going or like the setting, because mm-hmm. if you're in that setting, you should know who your audiences are. Interesting, yeah. So that you um, address accordingly to how they process things. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, that's really cool, and in. Uh, just, I know we've covered so many different topics, but is there... <laughs> no, it's crazy and when yeah. just in one yeah. <laughs> Like jumping around. But is there anything you really want everyone to know about Kiribati that 
we maybe we haven't talked about it as much or is there any any last things you'd like to yeah because sometimes i'm i'm just tired when people um keep asking where is kiribati mm-hmm. where is kiribati you know when you when you said i'm from mm-hmm. kiribati mm-hmm. and then they're like is that a real place it's not like Wakanda that it's you know it's existing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I want people to know is that, is that Kiribati is exist um, despite global warming that they said mm-hmm. will be um, washed away. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're still surviving. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say what would um, best describe my people is they're the most generous and kind-hearted people. They're they're very general genuinely love like they they yeah they they show love in in a gen, genuine way yeah that's that uh, that's what i will say about my people and kiribati it does exist yeah. there are people there <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm one of them so yeah uh-huh yeah, and you're such a great representative of like oh, thank you. keeping your culture, but also you know like mixing like we were saying the British and American school system and bringing it back. So that's amazing. And thanks for coming on and chatting with us and letting us learn about mm-hmm. Kitavas. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for tuning in. This was the Zeno Podcast. You can stay updated by following our Facebook and Instagram pages at Zeno Podcast. This podcast was brought to you by BYU Hawaii's Reading and Writing Center. You can also find us on YouTube or iTunes or by searching Xeno Podcast. That's X-E-N-O Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at BYUH underscore RWC at BYUH.edu. Thanks for learning by listening.